0: Brother uh, Douglas in the Sunday school this morning was talking about how God was how God moves in these other countries and the uh, healings and the things that uh, transpires and takes place. Well, we've heard plenty of evidence he's doing it here too. It's not just somewhere else that's going on right here uh, last Sunday. The um, prayer cloth uh, that was prayed over and sent home uh, to me, Um, I had been battling uh, the uh, bronchitis for weeks upon weeks to the point that it was just about at the point to go into pneumonia. And uh, I, I survived... The previous two weeks, and got by every day on the way to driving my school bus by stopping, and instead of getting me a cup of coffee, I'd get a I'd get a little one of those little bottles of Five Hour Energy, because I did not sleep at night at all. Uh, just as soon as my head touched the pillow at night, I would start coughing. And uh, that, like I said, that went on, went on, and went on. And um, uh, last uh, Sunday, the prayer cloth that was brought home to me, I pinned it on. And when I went to bed last Sunday night, I went to sleep and slept like a baby all night long. I woke up Monday morning, last Monday morning, refreshed. I didn't need to get no five hour bottle of energy. Hallelujah. And from that point on, the rest of the week, every day, I got a little bit better and a little bit better. So people come a little bit too late to tell me God's not real. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, God's doing some great, awesome things. Praise the Lord. Um, they, uh, Ronnie made the announcements a while ago, and the uh, 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 the pas- uh, pasta with the um, uh, with purposes is a restaurant, Newley's Market there in the uh, farmers market. This is where Sister Presley works as a cook, and they've agreed to help her doing this. And um, uh, the proceeds to this uh, goes to help uh, finance. Uh, the trip that we're going to be making in October to Rwanda. And um, this thing, uh, uh, God has given me so many signs and indications uh, that he has called me to do this. And uh, uh, I communicated with Brother Michael some yesterday my uh, my new passport just got uh, got in the mail yesterday, and uh, so I, I I told him uh, that uh, that had come through and that part had uh, been taken care of, and um, uh, I said, "Looks like uh, looks like it. We're headed your way," and uh, he was just so ecstatic. He says, uh, um, "He and uh, he." He said, uh, "He said, Pastor, he said there are so many church leaders in the in the eastern province of our country that needs training, that needs teaching, and he says, uh, he said I'm going to be setting up for you to teach these preachers and and leaders during the day, while doing a crusade at night." and um it's 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 a possibility that we could have upward over a thousand people every night uh I mean God has opened up a great door wow. and I'm so humbled by this for God to let me be able to teach other church leaders who don't know who Jesus is, who don't know about baptism in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. That means so much to me because I wasn't raised in the truth. I didn't understand the truth. And I've had a desire for over 50 years that I've been preaching because I've heard stories, some of you older People have heard stories of Brother Carl coming in here telling how he uh, he went into denominational churches and different churches and baptized the pastor and the whole congregation in Jesus' name. God could open up a door for me to be able to baptize many pastors in Jesus' name. Amen. And everybody, everybody who's giving and helping is going to get a reward from that. Hallelujah. So. Uh, I just praise the Lord, but speaking about missions, before I get going any further, um, she just went out and went back there, but um, Sydney is going on a youth missions trip uh, to Mexico, and uh, uh, all of you know Sister Mary Mitchell, Uh, we've had her here since we've been here, and She's been in Mexico for many years doing the work of the Lord there and uh, there is a youth group going from FAC and Sydney um, uh, is going with them and uh, she's been raising funds uh, toward this end. She's waiting for her passport to come and uh, getting ready ready for that and uh, I have... uh, I have been made made aware that uh, uh, the goal that she um, has and has, <clears throat> what she needs for her trip uh, is about $250 more. And uh, I know she's going to have to have uh, uh, some spending money while she's there. And um, I just think our seminar will just step up and, and uh, give $300 towards her missions trip. Uh, To Mexico. How many will agree with that? Let me see your hand. Hallelujah. We'll give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is doing some great and marvelous things. Hallelujah. And uh, I don't care how much the devil shows his head in this end time that we're in. Uh, I know. He He knows he he's just got a short time the devil, but i 'm going to tell you something: this is the hour for the Church of Jesus Christ to shine as never before. hallelujah, amen, and i 'm excited about what God is doing hallelujah, and I hope no there's a course we used to sing sometime amen, and i i I just feel it in my soul right now that I, I wish somebody's soul would catch on fire. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We need some people to catch on fire for Jesus. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. One other thing before I get into my message for today. Uh, next Sunday, it's Easter Sunday. We're going to be having an uh, uh, egg hunt, as has been said. Already uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the grass has been mowed one time, but... Um, things are going to have to be cut and trimmed up next um, uh, next Saturday in preparation for Sunday. And so uh, our brethren who can, we, uh, we have been given one estimate from somebody that were, uh, to come and, and do this all the time, and we're going to be uh, uh, getting an estimate from somebody else to see about the cost of this. But uh, tomorrow... Uh, um, tomorrow morning or sometime uh tomorrow Chris is gonna be coming over and uh trimming up the hedges and uh around the building that's not been cut uh, uh as of yet. He's gonna be doing that tomorrow. And uh we'd like some men to come over and try to get over here Saturday around ten or so and uh uh got weedy to bring you weedy or whatever we want to go over this and uh, uh and and get it get it taken care of for Easter Sunday. Uh, and um, then, like I said, we're going to uh, uh, check into some other things for the rest of the summer. But uh, please uh, remember that. How many love the Lord? Amen. Ain't God good? Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to go to the book of Mark. <coughs> and, uh, Ronnie. He talks about me getting all over his message. He, Man, he got all around it today. Hallelujah. But Mark chapter 11, we're going to read uh, the first 10 verses. We know this is Palm Sunday and the triumphal entry, but as I was considering this, I'm praying about it and studying on it and about the events that took place. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to look at it in a different way, probably maybe than what you have heard before. But Mark chapter eleven verses one through ten. Now when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethpage in Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, and he said to them. Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? say, The Lord has need of it, and immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside the street, and they loosed it. But some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing? Loosen the coat. And they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded. So they let them go. Then they brought the coat to Jesus and threw their clothes on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their clothes on the road, and others cut down leafy branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, we come today, we thank you, praise you, God, for this service we've had so far, the power that we have felt here, the exuberance, the excitement, the testimonies. I'm asking God that you will now speak to us, God. Through your word, help us, God, to reach out unto you and give us what we need this day, and everything's accomplished. We'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. Let the church say, God bless you, and you can be seated. Hallelujah. (coughs) Hallelujah. (coughs) Hallelujah. I want to speak to you today on a subject titled, Coming to Jesus. On His terms. Coming to Jesus on His terms. Jesus' last week on earth was very busy. Many things transpired in that last week. It is known as Holy Week or Passion Week because it involves the suffering of Jesus leading up to Him going, to the cross on Good Friday and being resurrected from the dead on Easter Sunday. Palm Sunday is the last Sunday before Easter. It is called Palm Sunday because when Jesus rode triumphantly into Jerusalem on a coat, he was greeted warmly by a crowd who covered the streets ahead of him with their cloaks and waved palm branches. The people were excited Word has spread everywhere how Lazarus was raised from the dead, and many people were coming, as Ronnie said a while ago, many people were coming more so to see Lazarus than to see Jesus. Hallelujah. They were ready to make Jesus king and let him lead in the driving out of the Romans. They wanted Jesus. Now listen to me. They wanted Jesus, but they wanted Him their way. And when things didn't go their way, they were ready to reject Him completely in just a week's time. Because in a week's time, many of those same people that was crying Hosanna was crying crucify him. And the reason for that is they had things set their way. Come on somebody. I want you to notice further in the book of Mark chapter 15 verses 6 through 14 and let's see what it says. Now at that feast, uh, which is the feast of Passover, and they were celebrating all that week. Now at that feast, he released unto them one prisoner, whomsoever they desired. That had been a custom that that Pilate every year at Passover would uh, release one prisoner in celebration of Passover week. And there was one named Barabbas which lay bound with them that had made insurrection with him who had committed murder in the insurrection. And the multitude crying out began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. But Pilate answered them saying, Will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews? Now remember, he's asking the people of Jerusalem, all of those people that had the city of the streets of the city filled, they had been there all week long for this great celebration. Jews had come to Jerusalem from all over Israel, which was commanded. I mean, ever since the law of Moses, every listen—if you was a male and you was an Israelite. You had to go to Jerusalem on Passover. You didn't have a choice. It was a commandment. I could go back and show you uh, in the book of the law where God commanded that, and it was it was part, and they had to be there, and they was there for the entire week. All right, and so but the chief uh, and Pilate answered him, saying, "Will you that I release unto you the uh, the king of the Jews?" For he knew that the chief priest had delivered him for envy. But the chief priest moved the people. Now the religious leaders were uh, involved in this and they was the instigators of this. But nevertheless they were able to sway the people they were able to sway the same people that just a few days earlier were crying, Hosanna. What did they begin to say? They removed the people that they should release Barabbas unto them. And Pilate answered and said again unto them, What will ye then that I shall do unto him whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him. Don't, don't hear no hosanna there. Don't see no hosanna here. But crucify him. Then Pilate said unto them, Why? What evil hath he done? And they cried out the more exceedingly, Crucify him. I'm going to tell you, church, there is nothing more fickled than the human mind. Hallelujah. It seems like that some people can be moved and swayed so easily. Hallelujah. I mean, one minute, amen, we can be praising and worshiping the Lord, and then the next minute we don't have God on our mind whatsoever. But what transpired about this? They was was ready for Jesus to be the king. I mean, from all the way from Bethany into Jerusalem, the great crowd, I mean, they went ahead of them and they laid the palm branches down and their clothes, their cloaks were took off. Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. <coughs> they wanted Jesus. They was willing to accept Jesus as long as they could have him on their terms, they were will willing to follow the Lord as long as they could do it their way. Couple of things I want to talk about. Number one is selfish motives. I'm going to tell you something, folks. If there's there's one thing that God looks at, no matter what we do. Many of the things that we do, we're going to be judged by what was our motive behind it. Hallelujah. What was the real reasoning behind our actions? Now, we know that the people was crying out for Jesus for selfish motives. They weren't crying out to Jesus because they really loved him with all their heart, soul, mind, and body as the word of God says. Come on, somebody. I want you to look at the book of John, chapter 6 and verse 26. Let's read that and see what it said. Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Come on now. Ronnie mentioned mentioned this. The feeding of the 5,000. Amen. That was just right before all this transpired. Amen. And Jesus told them, Amen. He said you seek me not because you saw the signs but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. The problem with many of them is the same way with many people today. They will accept Jesus if they can have him on their terms. They desire the bless. Oh hallelujah. A lot of people desire the blessings but not the blesser. we sing around here. I I don't I don't want blessings, Lord. I want you. Hallelujah. Tell, yes, a lot of people seek God, and you've heard me preach a message before about we seek we seek the hand of Jesus, but we rarely seek the face of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Word of God said, "If you want your country healed, Hallelujah, turn from your wicked ways and seek not my hands, Hallelujah, but my face." You need to study what the difference of that is if you don't remember or understand. They will accept Jesus if they can have him on their terms. They desire the blessings, but not the blesser. Hallelujah. They saw Jesus, someone who could keep their bellies full and rid them of the Romans. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, look at here. We don't have to worry about working for our food no more. We don't have to worry about going out here and paying the outrageous grocery bill. If we make Jesus the king, he's able to bless everything. He's able to keep our bellies full. And praise God that there's nothing more they wanted than to get the Romans kicked out of Jerusalem. They were occupiers. The Romans were occupying. Hallelujah. Amen. And they wanted the Romans out. They saw Jesus as someone who could keep their bellies full and rid them from the Romans. They want. It's hard if I talk to you a little bit. It's hard if I preach. Hallelujah. They wanted a genie in a bottle. Come on, somebody. I've seen a lot of folks that way today. They wanted a genie in the bottle and they wanted control of the bottle. Hallelujah. Glory. And it's the same way today. Give me Jesus, but give him to me on my terms, my way. Don't talk to me about sacrifice. Don't talk to me about service. Don't talk to me about making a commitment. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let him work for me when I need him. That's why Jesus was crucified. Not because they didn't want him to be a king. They wanted him to be a king as long as he would be the puppet on a string. But Jesus... Had other ideas. Hallelujah. I've seen it today. I've heard people say, God's obligated to answer my prayer, He's obligated to do what I ask. Don't matter, it don't matter if I hadn't been living for Him. I ain't been to church in the coons age but all of a sudden tragedy hits my, my household and God you got to be there for me. Were you there for him? Come on somebody. Now God gives us a lot of things because of his mercy his grace and his love but I'm going to tell you folks that ain't going to hold out forever. That's not going to hold out forever. It's it comes a time that we have to begin to bear some load. Come on. It's, time, it's going to come a time that we've got to begin to talk about sacrificing, service, commitment. if you don't think there could be a time when you call upon the Lord and don't get no response, even though you got a response the past ten times, the Bible is filled with people who face that. The first name comes to my mind was Samson. When Samson kept piddling around and playing and laying his head in the lap of Delilah, He kept playing. He kept playing. Doing his own thing. Then finally, when the line was crossed, and he took one step too far, and the cry was made, Samson, the Philistines be upon you. The Bible said, Samson said, I'll get up and shake myself as time before. But the Bible said he knew not the Spirit of God had left him. God had left him and he didn't even know nothing about it. So, we got to begin to consider, amen, our ways. Let me talk to you a little bit about (coughs) self-denial. What is God's terms? God's terms, if you're going to follow Christ, if you're going to walk with Him, then there's got to be. Look at somebody and tell them there's got to be. There's got to be some self-denial. Mark chapter 8 and verse 34. Let's read that. Hallelujah. And when He had called the people unto Him with His disciples also, He said unto them, Whosoever, now we like that scripture that says whosoever will, let him come. We quote that a lot. Whosoever will, let him come. The Bible said whosoever will, and the Bible does say that. But guess what? That's not as far as it goes. Whosoever will come after me let him deny what? Himself and take up his cross and follow me. Woo. There you go. We got to we got to come to Jesus on his terms, not our terms. And his terms, what he says, we've got to deny ourselves. Everybody who follows Christ has a cross of their own to carry. Now, we're in the midst of the the Easter season, and we have our mind toward the cross and what Jesus did on it at this time of the year more than any other time. But everyone who follows Christ has got their own cross to carry. Just because, and listen to me, listen to me, I'm 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 coming to a close fairly quick. I'm not going to hold you very much longer. Just because he carried one, just because Jesus carried one cross to Calvary, doesn't mean you have to uh, that you don't have to carry your own to serve Him. We all must crucify ourselves. This is a crucified way. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. We have to sell out to Jesus. We got to sell out to the Lord. If you can't sell, God says if you can't sell, if you're unwilling to sell out, if you can't sell, you can't serve in my army. Hallelujah, go down here and try and enlist in one of the branches of service for the for the United States. Hallelujah, amen. when you go in you know what what the word "soldier comes from the word "sold. The word soldier comes from the word sold. When you go in to the armed service, you've got to sell out to everything on the outside. You're no longer your own. Mm -hmm. Oh, mercy, Lord, help me. It's no longer my way. It's no longer what time I want to get up, what I want to do. But I'm going to have to follow the orders from above. Do you hear what I'm saying? And to be in the army of the Lord, it takes it takes some selling. If you can't sell, you can't serve in the Lord's army. You go ahead. You try to get you try to serve uh, in in the natural army down here, and uh, you may go in wearing your own set of duds when you when you when you go in, but you ain't gonna keep them long. You're going to wear what they provide. Hello, somebody. Glory to God. Amen. We have got to be willing to sell out unto the Lord. Matthew chapter 6, verses 33 and 34 is the last scripture I'm going to be reading for today. Now, we're talking about coming to Jesus on his terms. Number one, self-denial. Number two... It's just as important. What did Jesus say here? But seek ye second, third, fourth, fifth. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Church, when you come to Jesus on his terms, that means you put him first in your life. He becomes the center. You build your world around him you allow him to take precedent over everything and the sad thing about it and we go back all the way to the triumphal entry in that Passion Week of Christ most people from that day even to this can't handle that That's why Jesus said, fear not, as Brother Hale used to preach, little flock. Hallelujah. The Bible says that broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be. When we talk about the beauty of heaven and everything about heaven, no sickness, no suffering, no death, none of that stuff, amen, you would think that, man, people would be lined up uh, uh, Twenty-five deep trying to get in. But they're on the broad way. They're not on the straight and narrow way. And the reason why is they still want things their way. Now, next Sunday, Easter Sunday, Ronnie's got the privilege to be preaching uh, Resurrection Sunday message. He got the message to preach, to make us rejoice and shout. But I guess, I guess this is bad cop, good cop. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because if we want Jesus, we've got to take him his way, not our way. I've got to deny myself. I've got to take up the cross That he gives me and follow him daily. Let's stand together.